0: Welcome to a new episode of Project Daybreak the project where we're talking about the upcoming talents all around the world now we're going overseas uh, with the alien on the couch and uh, I'll let him introduce himself
1: Hello uh, everyone my name is Ronan Kearney and it's my pleasure to be uh, talking with Project Daybreak this evening Hello from Ireland The things we've talked about Just think of what we shared each day was perfect how I want you
0: to <laughs> thanks thanks but know, um, yeah, of course uh, we, we are all huge fans of, of Ireland here in Belgium uh, we love the, the Irish music uh, we've had an Irish band before reluctant dragon um, and yeah I think we were all fan of the Pogues of course
1: <laughs> well that's but to you got to have a couple of pogue uh, songs like when you're around Christmas time, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and
0: project- um, uh, where did it all start for you? Did it start at a young age? or?
1: Um, well, I didn't actually play any instruments in uh, in primary school when I was really young, but I did get a Walkman from my father when I was about six, with uh, a couple of Michael Jackson albums on ca- cassette. And I had actually, you know, War of the Worlds by Jeff Waynes. It's a musical written in the yeah. 70s. That was really good for me uh for me creative mind at a young age like it made me my imagination run wild like and i just loved music ever since then but i didn't actually pick a guitar up until i was about 14 or 15 when i got into nirvana kirk cobain basically taught me how to sing and play at the same time play guitar like so i owe a lot to learning nirvana songs at a very young age like, i think Relative.
0: So you were a huge Nirvana fan?
1: Yeah, well, Nirvana was the first kind of band. Probably Guns N' Roses first, but then once Kurt Cobain died, I kind of was all who's these Nirvana guys? You know what I mean? And uh-huh. and I got really into and Nirvana and Pearl Jam and the whole grunge scene, and that's kind of progressed my guitar playing, led me and the from Nirvana, I went on the Pearl Jam, which is a bit more kind of more technical on the guitar and more harder to kind of sing. And from there I went the like Led Zeppelin, and Pink Floyd and the likes, and kind from there I went from the, and the jazz in my mid, my 20s, <laughs> my 20s and stuff, and the jazz and now on my, my early 30s, I love everything, like, I play classical and jazz and just write songs, I love it all. Do
0: you still remember your first record you ever bought?
1: Um, First record I ever bought, it's probably a Michael Jackson record or something that my dad gave me, but my first uh, um no i, I don't i did not actually buy <laughs> any records to be honest i i was given like lps and stuff when i was younger and CDs, and just made max tips you know what i mean it's the same as everybody because when you're young you doesn't have much money to actually buy records so everything was like copies just bootlegged <laughs>
0: Now, uh, for the listeners that uh, don't know you yet, um, what kind of genre would you des- describe your your music?
1: Well um, well I don't really uh, class
0: myself in any
1: genre but the songs that, that you guys have heard are probably uh, like epic folk songs I would call it
0: <laughs> especially the epic of course.
1: Well I' try well I, I usually spend quite a bit of time like when I'm writing a song I don't usually I don't let anybody hear songs that I'm not going to sing at a, at a set, you know what I mean? A set of songs when I'm playing live. So usually when someone hears a song, I've spent time on it and I know that I want people to hear it. So that's kind of the way I write music, really. And where do you get your inspiration from? Um, Everything. Usually, like, by a nice uh, lady friend or something that you meet. You might get on the, you know, if you, you think you're falling in love, if there is such a word. That can inspire you to write loads of songs or if someone dies or something or, you know what I mean? Just uh, things about life, just of love and death. That's
0: what you call my first album. You know? So you're really singing about personal experiences?
1: thats I, I, I've tried to write about war and about politics and stuff, but I really don't care for politics and <laughs> I, I hate war. So it just puts me in a bad mood like, you know, when I try to write about it. So uh, basically, the only thing that I can be true to myself is my own experiences, and that's not very much. It's basically just I've experienced death a few times in my life, like, and that's influenced me quite a bit. And I fell in love a few times, so uh, it's lucky that because that I can kind of vent, vent that energy out. Or I don't know what I would do. I would probably go crazy if I could, <laughs> if I didn't play instruments and sing. To be honest,
0: like like many folks, I, I presume. Uh... Now, um, if, if you, yeah, because you have, there are different stages of course in creating your music, you've got writing the music, you've got recording, afterwards the gigs, yeah. is there a stage you prefer the most?
1: Um, probably when you play a really good gig like and you think you've connected with people. That's, that's the most satisfying people, you know, are, uh, feeling like whenever you get someone coming up to you after a show and they buy your CD. They get you to sign it or something like that, it feels amazing. i gone sign this for my son, and you write a nice little comment. And all that's really nice. It's nice on the online thing, it's nice. Like, I've done quite well in Song Cloy. but it doesn't feel as real as doing no real gigs. Uh-huh. So, I think you have to be out there doing real gigs to actually get the, the real rewards like from music. I think. Sure, but life is Years are rolling, rolling on, but you will have the strength to
0: pull through. But well, now, what's the craziest thing a fan ever did? Someone I got you a journey gig or something. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Just said it. it was amazing performer or
1: something. <laughs> it's not simple, like just nothing too extravagant. Like
0: I'm just uh, asking because uh, we had uh, twin sisters before who were asked to marry them and things like that. So uh, yeah, I'll... some some extreme things too.
1: <laughs> well, maybe one time like, a few years ago, like whenever I played a played a show and the songs that I just had uh, written for this certain girl. And I thought she was away back to a certain country that she was going back to, right? But she surprised me at the end of the show and brought me flowers and stuff. And a song like that, you know, the song "Always," mm-hmm. uh, from it's the most popular song on SoundCloud. Well, that was kinda that was really cool actually. And she gave me a bunch of flowers and stuff. It was made me feel really special actually. So
0: it so was a really romantic moment. <laughs> it was
1: quite romantic, yes. It was all. Oh. She, eh, it was nice, nice moment.
0: So did you write a song about her? or?
1: <laughs> uh, well, well, this is actually from many years ago. I think that's three or four. That's four years ago. Um, Yeah, I actually had all the love songs on of Love and Death. No, not all of them. Actually, four four ukulele songs uh, I wrote for her. For... Oh, okay. That's nice. I think I've actually sent you some of the songs.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I've received a lot of songs from Sergey, uh, who is the art director in the project, so uh, he sent me all those songs so I can do the editing uh, as quickly as possible, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, well, that's, that's great, okay. I, I'm in your heart,
0: We're not our... Now, um, if you look at uh, all music venues all around the world, is there a venue specifically that you would like to perform? It would be your lo- long, long live dream.
1: Um. Mm, well, I actually seen uh, Gardner with his orchestra like perform. Uh, you know Bach and Easter Sunday this year mm-hmm. uh, at the Royal Albert Hall. Like, that was probably the best live performance of an ensemble. I've ever seen that was yeah that would be amazing. They play in a theater like that or something or a big stage like that. Um, what gigs? Like I don't know. I, I I would actually love to play anywhere with a less listen, a listening audience. I don't care what size or if it's a big. So, so if it's a, a personal
0: concert or a festival, you don't care. It's just yeah, I
1: I, I don't I don't know. I, I just I just want to play the the listening audience. Could be like twenty people, or it could be ten, or it could be a hundred. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter
0: to me. If you look at uh, the music from nowadays, or, or perhaps in the past, uh, who's your your real idol?
1: Oh there's many, many uh, musicians that have influenced me, including people that I've have, have met, friends of mine like that are really influential. Uh, but the people, um, probably, there's so many. Like there's so many. So like uh, for classical terms, like I love uh, Johann Sebastian Bach. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite composer. Like, uh, there's you could listen to his stuff forever and never get tired of what you're learning. You would learn something of everything you, you listen to or try to like learn a piece. It's amazing. So he's an endless source of inspiration. Uh, modern day like singers, I love, I love like First Aid Kit. They're really really nice, and I love like Nick Drake. Anything that has finger picking and a nice voice for acoustic acoustic music. I mean. But I, like, I love Raging Against the Machine and heavy metal. I love some dance music if it's funky. I love <laughs> I love funk music. I love jazz. Like Miles Davis and George Benson's early albums. Amazing.
0: So it's really a, a wide uh, pers- prospect of, of music, different kinds of music. But uh, it's more about the artist than, than the music, in fact.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, for Irish uh, people that influenced me quite a bit with my singing style and playing would be Paul Brady has songs like Arthur McBride and The Lakes of Pontchartrain, has arrangements. I, I would emulate him quite a bit when I've been playing uh, the guitar and singing. And of course, my favourite, my king of folk and king of Ireland is
0: <laughs> William. Andy,
1: Andy Irvine. If anybody has not heard of Andy Irvine, I would check Andy Irvine out. He's amazing.
0: <laughs> so that's uh, that's a, a, a quite a, a tip for our listeners so they can all uh, check out Irving. And
1: you're getting back your life And you know you'll have it all Have it all, have it all Offer me sunshine, offer me rain at
0: Now, um... Yeah, if you, if you check out uh, different talent shows around the world at this moment, you know you got Britain's Got Talent and things like that. Have you ever participated in one of them, or is it?
1: Uh... Um, well, no, I would never ever do something like that because I actually hate mainstream media, and I don't actually hate many things like, but it's I I actually I'm repulsed by it. Like I don't <laughs> I don't have a TV. I have a TV, but I just play an odd Xbox game like on it. I don't watch any ads in my life. I try to stay away, as far away from mainstream news as I can. I watch alternative news, I'm just an alternative. I don't like mainstream. And the whole X factor and all, it kinda makes me
0: sick. (laughs) (laughs) Now, of course, um, it's quite bizarre, but I think uh, everyone who we're interviewing isn't really a fan of, of those big uh, talent shows, so um, perhaps we're, we're really digging into the the underground music, the alternative scene. I think.
1: Well, the, the the fact of the matter is, like the most talented people, apart from a very few, will rise to the top. But most talent, you'll never know, you'll never know of. There's probably thousands of amazing artists that we'll never hear. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, but that's why why we're also do doing doing this project. We try to invite as many people as possible uh to interview uh just to to get to know the music and get to know the artists so
1: uh, well, well I, I really commend you guys for doing it, something like that for independent artists like me and sarah morgan and wh- whoever you've uh, listened to a few
0: podcasts like it's good good work you're doing so well done anyway thanks thanks <laughs> now um if you would now perhaps a, a strange question but uh sometimes we, we need to ask him of course um if you would compare yourself to any animal in the zoo, what would it be? Any animal?
1: Oh my craggy, I would be uh, a mixture between... What, what kind of zoo has it got? Every animal
0: in the world? Every animal in the world, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm a mixture between a tiger and a frog. <laughs> tiger, frog. That's a nice mixture. I'm a mixture between a tiger and a frog. I've got like froggy eyes. And I've got like... I can scream like a tiger
0: when I want to. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, people. Okay, no, no problem. They uh, j- just will Kevin. be amazed about that. Uh... <laughs> now, uh, if you uh, pass by by a concert, you do, you're doing your gig, you're doing your, your, your style, you're doing your thing. Yeah. What would you like people to remember you by? Um,
1: just having a, like, playing well, playing the guitar and the ukulele well and having a nice voice. I just I just want to be able to sing my songs well. It takes a lot, I, like it takes a lot of practice, because I wasn't always a, a good singer. Like, well, people think have been giving me compliments that I can sing, but I still have kind of confidence issues with that. I still think I've got a lot to learn. And since I quit smoking tobacco three years ago, I think my voice has even got better. And I'm I'm kind of still learning every day. You know what I mean? When I'm writing songs, mm-hmm. so I would just want people to. They kind of respect me as a musician and a singer and a songwriter, that's all.
0: And um, now for you personally, so it doesn't have to do anything to do with uh, the music, but um, what would be on your bucket list?
1: Uh, to leave Earth on a, on a spacecraft and never return. Much.
0: <laughs> so you've seen the movie Gravity too. that's it? Or? No, I haven't seen it yet, but
1: I'm going to see it next week in 3D.
0: Sometime. Oh, it's uh, amazing in 3D. Uh, Just a nice suggestion.
1: I might crack a wee bomb before it. You never know. (laughs) Now,
0: Ab... People, of course, um, they're listening right now, they can also listen to your music. Uh, Yes. How can we purchase your music?
1: Well, uh, my album will be available, the full album, uh, around Christmas time. Uh, But you can purchase a single uh, on iTunes and Amazon called Always, Ronan Kearney Always. I've just got one track to buy, but you can go on to my SoundCloud and... There's free downloads and you can send me a message and I can keep in touch here and get you an, an album when, it, when it's ready.
0: Okay, so um, for the albums itself, you have to uh, place an order with you that, or it will be no, available? No,
1: it will be, be ready by uh, around Christmas time. They, you can buy it through PayPal, through Amazon and iTunes so it'll, or
0: Bandcamp, you know one of them. So physical
1: albums and a digital download will be available very
0: soon. Okay that's nice to hear and we'll, we'll keep in touch of course for the release of your album so we can uh, do a quick uh, interview then around yeah, that, that
1: would be lovely thank you
0: very much now um for the people of course because uh, with the internet nowadays um you get i presume a lot of international fans too
1: uh well i've met so many people through soundcloud uh that, i don't know and i actually would call them like well they're i know they're online friends but musical it, we've all got music in common, so it's just not random, you know what I mean? We've actually listened to each other's work and we respect each other and stuff, so it's actually a really nice community.
0: So uh, it's something that you would uh, treasure and, and would yeah advise for every starting artist?
1: Well, to be honest, before I even knew what SoundCloud was, like I didn't know what I was doing with my music. I felt a, a little lost in my late 20s, it was all, what am I doing, like, what am I doing? Uh, and so when I started to upload music online and getting such positive feedback, it's, it gave me more belief in myself and my voice and my songwriting and what I was even trying to do, like uh, now I want to record songs and show people. I know they'll, there's some people in the world that's going to like my music, so that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty inspiring, the whole, the whole online thing for me and I personally, it's been really positive.
0: So, so it gave you uh, a bit of self-confidence uh, into your music?
1: Yeah well it doesn't really have an outlet apart from playing locally uh, and I got sick of playing gigs locally kind of and so whenever I upload songs it's... Yeah if you look on my SoundCloud stats like it's like the, my songs are played in 150 countries or something like what? It's just <laughs> strange like I'm getting plays in Thailand I don't even know anybody in Thailand <laughs>
0: But that's also, of course, the, the nice thing about social media now. Um, of course, we invite every listener uh, to add you, to like you on Facebook, to like uh, uh, all the songs on your SoundCloud, to listen to them, to buy your, your single and uh, soon around Christmas your album. Yeah. Now, the Facebook page, we just have to search for Ron Kearney, I presume.
1: I will just, if you even just uh, go to my SoundCloud page, and all my links are on my SoundCloud page, and you can make friends with me on the uh, on my personal page. I just use it for music.
0: So, okay. Now, um, if you would des- just just a last question, uh, if you would describe yourself in one word, what would it be? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that, did
1: you? Oh, you. Uh, went there, one word. Oh my god, you can't, David. You can't put me in a spot like that. One word. <laughs> uh,
0: uh. Just one word for an Irish guy. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I can't say beautiful
1: but I'm uh, no I can't say beautiful uh, what about a nightmare what about nightmarish <laughs> nightmarish okay <laughs> oh, what about the, the beautiful nightmare of life not too, too many words
0: well we'll, well we'll just take it as one word then so the beautiful nightmare of uh, of life yeah. of life okay that's nice now um, thanks again for making time for this interview of course um, and we'll hear each other very very soon I'll send everything to you And uh, we'll hear each other around Christmas time
1: Right David That was great to be part of the Project Break podcast uh,
0: This evening Thanks very much And uh, enjoy of course celebrating the birthday Can I sing a wee Goodbye
1: everyone
0: (laughs) That's nice Thanks again See you soon
1: Alright see you later Bye -bye. bye 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 bye